no jumper, the coolest, drippiest, hippest podcast in the world. Here with a special guest today, man, my boy Vince Ash. What's happening, family? How the fuck you doing today, man? I'm feeling good. Dude. Appreciate you. Hey, man, you came correct on the fit today. I'm not gonna hold you, man. Yeah, yeah. Sounds listen, like listen, it. man. Look, look, the good undefeated Air Force is on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How you feeling today, man? Just your first no jumper interview. Man, nigga, I'm feeling good. I ain't gonna stunt like this shit surreal as hell. I ain't gonna stunt. This shit crazy. The whole set and all that shit's kind of crazy, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's get into a little back history shit, man. Um, where are you from exactly? Shit, I'm from East Hammond originally. That's okay. like Northwest Indiana type shit. Okay. But I grew up all over there. So from Hammond, Gary. EC, Maryville, all that shit, you feel me? You know what's crazy? It kind of, you kind of have like a southern draw to you too. So like, well, I, I, is that Midwest? That we yeah, so that's the Midwest. But like, I don't know. I, motherfuckers try to say that we country a little bit. So yeah, it's, it's it, like the Midwest definitely gives uh, like southern vibes for some reason. Yeah, I don't know where that shit come from. Ahead, yeah, right? Okay, so what? explain what was it like growing up? In Indiana, man. I've, I've only been there once. I've been to Gary before. Oh, shit. Yeah. What was you doing out there? Well, I went to Indianapolis uh, okay. to do a feature. Okay. And I ended up, like, staying with this random-ass girl, and it was it was, yeah. it was was a long, random story. In but, Gary? Well, no, in Indianapolis, but then I did the feature in Gary, uh, and I went right back. I was about to say, for <laughs> you fucking around in Gary, that's a problem. And, <laughs> I, and I'm not going to lie to you, too. I did shrooms, and I just remember at one point I had, I had blue hair. And I'm on shrooms in Gary, Indiana, in oh, this nah. random random girl's bathroom, and I'm staring at myself like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh nah, bro, that <laughs> shit crazy. You would have find yourself in a pickle, but yeah. shit, nah, bro. Uh, shit, I mean, if I could compare it to anything, for it'd be like just damn near like every other hood experience yeah. you be hearing. You feel me? Motherfuckers getting on bullshit. Motherfuckers selling the same shit. All that other type of shit. Yeah. You feel me? Um, but for me personally, um. Shit, nigga, I ain't gonna lie. When we was staying at Hammond, everything was smooth for like the first couple of years I was there. You feel me? I mm -hmm. stayed out there till I was about like eight, and then we ended up moving to Maryville because my mama ended up getting married, mm -hmm. and shit was. I ain't gonna stunt. If everything stayed like that for like, cause everything was cool for like three years. Yeah. Then like after that, nigga, shit went south. So from there, motherfuckers, you know, dive into all the little bullshit trying to, you know, hustle, went, survive all that shit. Uh, went south in what kind of ways? I mean, shit, financially. You feel oh, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's so, some real shit. Yeah, yeah. So, shit, you know, motherfuckers got to do what they got to do. You know, yeah. I'm the youngest of five. You feel oh, what I'm wow. saying? So, all boys. So, oh, my God. Yeah. Your mom was probably going through it with y'all niggas, me. man. So, shit, <laughs> you know. Um, shit, just, yeah, like I said, for just diving into all, like, the same old shit you be hearing, like. Do you, do you man, think having that many uh, males in the house, like, kind of influenced the way that you, like, turned out to be or, like. Like, do you think it had an impact on, like, you becoming a man, I, would, I guess I would say? Man, I ain't going to stunt. Like, my oldest brother is, like, five years older than me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So all of us was really trying to... You got, like, a little gap. Yeah, but we all was just trying to figure it all out. You feel what I'm saying? At the same time. I, yeah, because it was just my mama. You feel what I'm saying? Like, my older brother's pops, they, he bounced. Nigga, uh, my other brother, uh, his pops took him. And then me and the brother that's above me and shit, both our dads had died. You feel oh, what I'm damn. saying? Sorry to hear that. It's all good. But yeah. like shit. So, you know, motherfuckers really just had to like figure it out. But like my cousin came to stay with us at one point in time. Mm. And like I say like him and my other cousin was like the main two that like really like influenced me on how to be a man and shit like that. Taught me all the shit I had to do. You feel what I'm saying? Like if I fuck up or something like that, get up on my ass. You feel me? But, Gotta stand on yeah. it, yeah. It yeah. must it must have felt good though, at least knowing that if you got into some shit though, you got you got at least five <laughs> niggas ready to go at yeah, all yeah. times. You feel me? Yeah, I ain't gonna or four, stunt. I mean. Yeah, nah, shit. I ain't gonna stunt like 
Nigga, I used to talk hella shit in the show, nigga. <laughs> motherfuckers would test like shit, nigga. I used to I used to be hell outside because I ain't used to hang around like motherfuckers my age, you yeah. feel me? So I just check, yeah, so I was hanging around like my brothers and all they people and shit like that, and I'd just be popping shit there. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? That's always the best way to pick up on game, though, too, is by, you know, like peeping, peeping the older people around you and just kind of soaking up what they got to say, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. Kind of being the fly on the wall type situation. You yeah, man. Like, I think a lot of that is the reason why, you know, I was able to, like, I don't know, be who I am right now and, like, just peep game more than, like, motherfuckers my age. Like, I ain't yeah. really, like, relate to motherfuckers around me. Yeah, it kind of it kind of puts you like on a on a higher like plane of thinking or a higher level of thinking, if anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. How was uh, school and all that stuff growing up out there? <laughs> Nigga, school, man. For I ain't gonna stand like uh, for the first couple years and shit. I want to say until I was about in like sixth grade, I got like straight A's and B's. Like yeah, I yeah. was on I was on some shit. You feel me? But. Uh, you was locked in. Yeah, yeah. But like after that though, like once shit started getting fucked up in the crib, and then like. I don't know, for me, I just realized early that like a lot of that shit just busy work. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, nigga, I just, yeah, I just said fuck all that shit, just got to, you know, just doing my shit, you feel me? Start, start getting to it another way, you feel me? Yeah, you know. So when, when, did, uh, when did the music come like into fruition or like how, how, did you, how did you realize this was something that you wanted to like dabble with in the beginning? Man, so my earliest memories and shit as a shorty, like my uncles and shit, they had like a group. Mm -hmm. And like I remember, like riding in like a car seat and shit like that, and, yeah. and they get to playing like all that shit or whatever. And that was like the coolest shit to me because I ain't, I'm not knowing if it's on the radio or not. I'm just hearing like music come out the speakers. Music, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking like that shit was tough. You know, I always had like an interest in it, but I ain't like dive into it until like my eighth grade year because my older brother he used to rap. He was taking off like everybody in the city in the area yeah, knew him type shit. You feel what I'm saying? So like seeing him do that, and then like he got like. You know, he was like the closest shit I seen to somebody actually like really blowing up, and that yeah. made me believe like this shit was possible. You feel me? So I yeah. feel like that's a that's yeah. a under that's an underestimated part of uh of 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 someone's journey is like seeing seeing someone else like in your close proximity, seeing someone else do it, kind of gives you that puts the battery in your back like shit. If these niggas that I knew, you know, back then they could do it, I could do it too. Yeah, you know no, I mean? definitely, man. Like uh, I think like that's the biggest thing, folks, because it's like. Just on some sideline shit, like, yeah. you know, it's hella motherfuckers from where I'm from that want to do this shit, you feel what I'm saying? But a lot of people give up on it early just because you don't see the person on the day-to-day -day that's, like, really, like, you know, that's come from here and that actually seeing some success from them. So yeah. motherfuckers put the shit down, like, and just, like, focus on some other shit, you feel me? And, like, so. like a part of that is understandable because it's, like, shit, at the end of the day, you got to um, you gotta do what you got to do to survive and make money. And shit like that, but I I think that's that's very telling, uh, someone that could like stick to it and stick through it, and actually like put in the work for like the long grind, you know? Yeah, no, nah, for sure that, for sure that, yeah, man. Yeah, cause uh, like like you said, like a lot of people they if they don't see that instant success, they just they give up on it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, you gotta persevere through this shit, bro. Like nigga, man, for I ain't gonna stand. It was like at points and times and shit like that where I was just like, it was only me believing in this shit, you feel yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but you know, it's I mean, what's your options? You feel what I'm saying? It's either like majority of motherfuckers back where I'm from and shit like that, nigga, they get stuck in working in factories and shit and yeah. doing and I ain't looking down on on the next nigga for that shit, you feel of what course. I'm saying? But like nigga, I always seen something bigger for me. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? So like so it's either that or so I'd rather give my all at this shit and you know, see what happened instead of just giving up. I mean, it, it seems like you've been giving your, your all for a minute when I was like really diving in and doing my research. 
I seen you was putting out videos on Elevator like yeah. six years ago. Oh, God, yeah. When, like, so, wait, how old are you? 25. 25, okay. Yeah. When did you when did you first make your first song? And then when what was your, when did you start taking music serious? I made my first. question. Yeah, so I made my mm. first song, eighth grade, uh, recorded that shit in my homie closet. Oh, shit. You remember how, I, how it went? Hell no. Nah, <laughs> I know that shit was weak as hell, though. <laughs> I knew that shit was weak. Okay. Yeah, but shit, I went from that to, like, I really started taking it serious my, uh, my junior year, junior, like, cause I was recording a little bit here and there and shit around that time. But like junior years when we had dropped the first video to this shit, it was called mm -hmm. Eastside. Okay. And that's where uh, Brian Zalaki from Elevator and shit, he had reached out to me. Shout out to Elevator, man. Oh, they, they They had a lot of fucking gems. I mean, they, they probably still do, but yeah. they were very uh, vital in a lot of people's careers. But. Yeah, nah, for sure. Like, man, bro, like some of the first times I done heard like niggas like Key, I like niggas mm -hmm. like a little bit of everybody starting out in that SoundCloud area, shit like that was from Elevator, you feel me? That's why I heard them first. And like, to me, I felt like that shit, if I got on Elevator, if I got on like Fake Short Drive and shit around yeah. the time, because those are popping shits up in the city. Now I'm like, all right, I know I'm gone. Like, yeah. you feel me? How did you, uh, how did you go about getting in contact with Elevator? Like, how did they, did they respond immediately? How did you, how did you work that out? Man, so like I said, I was dropping songs up before then and shit, right? So mm -hmm. I used to like, Submit to everybody, like nigga, I was blowing that shit up like, constantly. But like, I wasn't getting no hit back. But as soon as I dropped the video or some shit like that, like folks had commented under it, and then shit from there we just started building. Yeah, no, that's a fact. So like, at what point did you really start to see yourself gaining traction? And you're like, damn, you know what? Like, I fuck everything else. This is all I'm gonna do. I'm keeping it one thousand. Man, it was like from every drop. I wouldn't drop like I wasn't that. My biggest problem I feel like was that I never was able to keep consistent. You feel mm. what I'm saying? Because it's like it was Me too, shit. brother. Man, bro, it's because like gee, you know, life shit get in the way. You feel what I'm saying? Then you gotta make some money in the meantime. Yeah. You feel me? Life get real. So, you know, going to the studio every day or spending your a couple hundred dollars in a in a booth don't really seem realistic yeah. too much. If you ain't really seeing nothing from it. But I say like Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. With well, every drop, I get like a little battery in my back. But after we graduated and shit like that, for I felt like, all right, it's that fight or flight moment again. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? It's either I'm gonna do this shit or nigga, I'm gonna be stuck working. You feel me? So, yeah. But like, once we had dropped like the first uh, tape, uh, Do or Die, and I seen like, I think I had like. That was in what, like 2018? 2018. As yeah. soon as I had dropped that, bro, I had like everybody and their mama trying to hit me up on some shit. You feel me? So, yeah. after that, I was just like, oh yeah, nah, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's for a real. fact. That's so, a yeah. fact. Uh, like, what what made you decide to go with like a label situation instead of m maybe staying independent or like how how did that whole process work out? Man, uh, I say, well, for everybody, man, it's gonna be a different situation. So don't just for take sure. my word from me. But like, for me, bro, it was it was most so of the bread that made that spoke to me that shit. <laughs> Hell and, yeah. <laughs> and I was in a situation to where, you know, this it, it benefited me because I'm the only artist on Goliath. Wow. So Yeah, you're the you're the first artist, right? Yeah. So with that being said, it's like uh I seemed like I was gonna be able to get priority and shit. Yeah. 
because a lot of artists don't get that when you they are sign. the priority exactly sure. so me having that and then me being able to like negotiate my deal the way i wanted it too like that shit, you know that that's that's it for me but i'm not gonna lie bro that's dope as fuck because you got the whole office like focused on you putting together shit and like really helping you like push that out but how did you how did how did you come across their radar did like rosenberg hit you up like personally yeah like i right, so um at first like when i had dropped do a dime shit like that like like i said a little bit of everybody was hitting me up i had like four motherfuckers from like def jam get in contact with me and shit mm. shout out genesis dro you feel what i'm saying brandon but that's the one who had like really had reached out to me like kept in contact a little bit after the fact okay um i stay in tune with everybody else but like um i guess like soon as paul left he had ended up taking uh brandon with him type shit mm. And from there, we just like after uh, a decent amount of time of building a relationship, I had dropped like a second EP and shit. Um, he put me in contact with Paul, and mm -hmm. then we had got on like yeah, got on like Facetime or some shit. For so I'm, I think I'm in the back of my cousin GMC on some other shit. Like yeah. you feel what I'm saying? He called me, so I'm damn fuck. Might have saved you up. from doing some some crazy shit or something, right? Yeah, de definitely saved me. You feel me? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to go back a little bit because. Uh, it seemed like you had like took a little hiatus after Do or Die. Yeah. Uh, how how long was it in between until you put uh, your next project out after that? What was that like a year and a half? Yeah. Like a year and a half, session. And like, were you continuously working on music, or were you dealing with life stuff and you kind of just had to put music on the back burner completely? That like I ain't yeah. gonna stunt like shit like. So I had got my own spot when I was like 19. Yeah. And shit, nigga, bills is motherfucker, you feel what I'm saying? Which is an accomplishment, man. It's a lot of grown ass motherfucker. Nigga, I'm 29, I just got my first spot. Man, shit, shit, nigga, that's still a W, you feel what I'm saying? Nigga, yeah, I know right. motherfuckers older than that, it's still like yeah. that. Yeah, no, that's a fact. Oh, that's a motherfucking fact. But like, shit, so, you know, bills. Nigga, what was you doing at 19 where you had your own spot? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I had my own spot at 19 and shit like that. Yeah. But, you know, motherfuckers doing a little bit of something, but also working. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's one thing I don't want to undercut. Like, in the midst of everything, you feel what I'm saying? Like, I was on bullshit, you feel what I'm saying? But I also work jobs, too. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you got to keep a constant money flow. It builds character, too. It, it, it puts sure. you around people that you wouldn't normally be around. It, it gives you, like, life experiences. You feel me? Definitely. A definitely. lot of people talk down on jobs and all that shit, man. man. I'm fuck, glad you said that. Man, bro, motherfucker got to get their bread. Bro. I ain't going to stunt. Like, no matter how you get to it, nigga, it's more funny to be broke than not. Man. You feel what I'm saying? Like, nigga, it's a lot of motherfuckers who spend a lot of time in the street, don't want to get no job and shit like that, they but think don't they have too no good. money in their pocket. They think they too good for exactly, it. Exactly, fool. Like, I ain't going to stunt. Like, if anything, too, like, you ain't got to work the drink the whole time. Yeah. But, like, nigga, it's motivation. Like, bro, I was seeing, like, niggas, like, like nigga, they talking about they spent, like, 20 years in a factory. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like, because I work factory jobs. And I'm like, nah, like. That was like more of a motivation for me to get on my like, ground. I don't want to be shit. this nigga. Exactly, exactly. Think about that. If you started working there because you was 19, right. think about if you, you want to be there till you're 40? That, that sounds, smoke. That sounds smoke. insane, bro. Dead. No, but honestly, though, it's like it's, it's, it's damn near better to learn from other people. Not, not mistakes, but you see the path that somebody else went on and you like, shit, I don't want to take that same path. You yeah, know no, I mean? Definitely, bro. Like, you got to learn from shit around you, bro. If you don't learn from... If you don't learn from people around you, and you don't learn from your mistakes, for you doomed to repeat the same cycle type shit. Man, for real. Speaking of like you know cycles and all that shit, how does um, 
How, like, does anybody else in your family, like any of your brothers, do they make music and stuff like that? Is it, does this run in the family? Nah, it's, I mean, shit, man. I want to say everybody give a crack. Oh, at you say it, your you uncles though. Like, yeah, but. yeah. So my uncles and shit, they was they was making music for a minute. My older brother was too, like two of my older brothers was uh, for a second. You feel what I'm saying? But like, man, things happen. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, and they are they along their paths and shit like that. But like, yeah, no, nah, I, I decided to like keep at this shit, bro. And, yeah. How do how do they feel about like your success and you being really like one of the only artists from your your section? You feel me, man, bro? Everybody proud of me, Jay. I ain't gonna lie. Like, like I said, for when I was a young nigga, I was real. I was outside. I was in the mix and shit like that. So like, around older motherfuckers and everybody who seen like you know what we went through, everything, man. Mm -hmm. Motherfuckers proud, bro. Motherfuckers love me where I'm from. Bro, look you know look, look at where you at, my boy. Exactly. You feel That's me? Real, so. Bro. It's like, gee, I, you know, I, I feel like a responsibility, you feel what I'm saying, to put, you know, where I'm from on my back like that, you yeah. feel what I'm saying? Because motherfuckers was, was definitely there during the hard times and shit like that. Like, nigga, I remember, like, nigga, I used to walk, like, miles and shit from, like, school sometimes and shit school like that. Back some to my, the house. Yeah, bro, some of my older brother's homies and shit come pick me up or, like, nigga, shout out to my nigga Trey and Cardi and shit like that, man, when I was a shorty. Like they seen that niggas was walking around with like busted ass forces, all type of shit. Niggas yeah. gave me shoes. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Like nigga taught me how to shoot dice. You feel what I'm saying? Nah, took facts. that shit to school, made money. Like that's you feel crazy. Me? So it's like you know, man. I know motherfuckers is proud looking at me, watching shit. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. But that's some real shit for you to even like internalize moments like that. Even even like you knew their names right off the bat and shouted them yeah. out. A lot of niggas they act like you know they 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 scared of where they came from or they they scared to show love. Back to people and shit like that, and that's just very commendable, bro, for real. But I take a village, bro. Man, for so. real. But I mean, shit. I, I know it's probably not all smiles and giggles and shit too. I know, like, do do you feel like hate from your hometown too at the same time? Is it like a balance? Man, I ain't gonna say I feel hate. Uh, it was a lack of support in the beginning. You feel mm. what I'm saying? But that's that's, that's what everybody that's though. What you feel what I'm saying? People don't want to jump on until you yeah, already. Exactly. You feel me? They, they want to wait till you love baby or some shit. You feel <laughs> what I'm saying? So. And then want to act like they gave you the forces exactly. back when your shit was busted. <laughs> you feel me? So, but uh, man, I say hate is more so from motherfuckers that was like in, in close proximity. For like motherfuckers mm. that was around me, hate on me more than like motherfuckers outside. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's like, crazy. Yeah. And that's that's a that's something that I don't think people really realize until they're in that position. Like the motherfuckers that you used to think was your day ones, you used to think that's my motherfucking brother. That would be the exactly. niggas that I switch up the fastest, you know. For sure that. You got any like specific stories of, of niggas that like just end up doing some weird shit? I mean, nothing I wanna speak to, but it's mm. definitely some shit that like, you know, that transpired. Like I ain't gonna lie, like I so I got signed, like, um, what, like 2020, but 2021 is when like shit was really moving. Yeah. And like, but that whole year like was a learning experience. You feel what I'm saying? From family, from homies, all that shit from like, like you were saying, like, you know, motherfuckers just get on sicey shit just for the fact of like perception. Motherfuckers think you got more than what you got or niggas feel entitled to shit or, you know, motherfuckers just, I don't know, they got their own little shit that they, they own they bag that they carry. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? But, you know, it was, it was hell of that. You feel what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, shit, it, it seems like you persevering through that. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, look at look where you at now. You at No Jumper. Uh, is this your first time in L.A.? 
It was your first time yeah. like doing some shit like like a big interview? Man, the first time doing a big interview for sure. So I, I see you did you one with that. I seen you did one with uh, Rosecrans Vic. Yeah, shout that's out to my, my nigga, nigga, man. Shout out oh, to God. Vic, man. Oh God, yeah, man. How was that? How did y'all get in contact? Man, so uh, like 2019, we had did South by Southwest. Yeah, and like I ain't gonna lie, I've been in tune with like uh, Chris Cypress and uh, oh, you, Chrissy. You know your shit. Like yeah, so like they would. I got all plugged through uh through Jeff Weiss and mm, shit like that. Yeah, I was yeah. With PLW for a second. So, okay. Um, they had definitely like put me in tune with like LA shit or whatever. And like when we had did uh did the little Don't Come to LA show and shit like that, I had got in tune with Vic. And then from there, like my was just building. You feel me? See, cause that's that's why, um, that's why I almost assumed that you were from LA because I seen Rosecrans Vic interview, yeah. like um, but then but then when I when I actually really dope uh deep. Uh, sorry, dive deep into your music. I'm like, your voice and your sound is like, it's not like, you can't pinpoint it to a region. And I feel like that should, that's the best thing you could do as an artist is really separate yourself. Yeah. You feel me? I appreciate that. I, don't, I ain't never heard that shit before. That's did you think, do you think, I was gonna say, like, do you think you did that on purpose? Nah, man. Uh, it's just shit. I, you know, I go in there and I just do my shit. You feel what I'm saying? So. Like even like I, I was listening to your last tape and like okay you got you got a uh, feature with Bino yeah how did that how did that work out shit man uh my manager ended up putting me in tune and shit like that because they got a prior relationship and shit like mm -hmm. that but I was fucking with folks like um as far as like in music and shit like that for a second because um and I used to listen to a lot of Nip like yeah like 2012 2013 when all the Chief Keef shit was going on uh -huh. back at the crib like nigga me and folks was probably like the only niggas back where we was at that was listening to like just read up to and all that other shit. You wow. feel what I'm saying? Y'all so niggas like, was tapped in. Oh God, like nigga, but I felt like I could relate to this shit more. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a fact. Because like, all right, so Chicago shit, for, like, all right, so here's the difference. Cause I lived out there and shit like that during like high school and shit. How and, far like, is that from me from uh, each other? So from, so where I'm from in Hammond, that's like 20 minutes. Oh wow, that's right saying? there. Yeah, so like we damn near on the state line. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Um, and then, but yeah, yeah. So like, like fuck. What was I, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like the difference about. between Chicago yeah. and uh and, and Indiana. Oh yeah, yeah. So like, you'll get some of the same shit. You feel what I'm saying? But like, Chicago motherfuckers a little bit more like they're a little bit more live, yeah. a little bit more flashy. You feel what yeah. I'm saying? We're on the same shit, but niggas more like laid back where I'm from. You feel me? No, that's a fact. And like, I mean, like you 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 got like upbeat music too, but like I feel like your voice just kind of gives off like a like a a chiller vibe, yeah. but like I was like I was listening to your tape and like you even had some songs that kind of like give me like Memphis vibe a little bit too, yeah. and I'm just like you definitely were hitting different pockets on your tape, and I was like okay, like, <laughs> I, I'm fucking with it. Well, yeah, okay. So then you and Bino got together for that song. Yeah. Were you were, were you like really anticipating that feature? Did you think like oh, I don't know if this nigga going going hop on I mean, it? Like, shit, definitely that shit because it took it took a little second and shit like that because I'm like oh shit I, maybe you don't fuck with the joint but shit nigga after a minute or whatever he hit niggas back got the song in and shit like that did all little shit up in the studio or whatever to like mm -hmm. polish it up and yeah shit, shit did y'all shoot a video for that yet? Uh, yeah, we had shot a video, but uh, folks was like, I think he was on tour or some shit like that. Yeah, facts. Yeah, because he, he's been going crazy, too, like, within the last, like, couple years. Like, because I knew about him, too, a long yeah. time ago. But within the last, like, two years, bro, he's really been fucking taking off. But I think that's smart of you to, like, to to, to dabble in different, different like, subgenres or different sounds, you feel me, instead of yeah. just, like... Well, because is there really, like, a specific Midwest sound you, you would, like... 
And nah, man. If you I'm, can, like, no tribute? Nah, if I'm being honest, uh, I mean, shit, because there ain't really too many artists from where we from, you feel what I'm saying, yeah. to, like, establish that. But I feel like, you know, with a lot of niggas that's on the up and coming, like, motherfuckers who doing their shit, you feel what I'm saying, like, it's starting to become one. You feel no, what I'm saying? For that's sure. a fact. Because, yeah. like, who, who else is even, who else is from fucking, what, like? Other than Freddie Gibbs, bro, we ain't really got no other niggas. Yeah, like, he's uh, from Gary, right? Yeah, he's from Gary. Yeah, that's, damn, that's nuts, bro. Yeah, so, hey, listen. Yeah. You, you need a young nigga, man, oh, doing God. it from your area, bro. That's fucking Same. crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Okay, look, so when I was doing my research, I kept seeing uh, a couple different people doing a reaction to one of your songs, and they kept saying that you're the new, that you're new Tupac or that you sounded like Tupac. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I I see, I kind of see what they meant, like the, the sound of your voice, I think that's what it was, yeah. or, or your vocal inflections, if anything, that's mm-hmm. what it was. How do you feel about that? That's that's a pretty big comparison, to... yeah, man, bro. I, <laughs> man, I knew this shit was coming now, but like, <laughs> I ain't gonna stunt, man. Like, I mean, I could appreciate it for what it is. I know motherfuckers ain't trying to be disrespectful and yeah. shit. You feel me? But like, you know, just like anybody else, I, I be I'm my own person. You feel what I'm saying? No, I, ain't, I, own shit. I ain't trying to be like folks. I ain't trying. To, you feel what I'm saying? But yeah. I could I could appreciate it though. Yeah, I mean, like, at the end of the day, shit, they're not comparing you to, you know, some bullshit artists exactly. or nothing like that. But, yeah. like, did you think it was just that specific song? It, or, like... Man, if I've been getting this shit since... Word? Since my fucking... Uh, since I had puberty, nigga. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this shit go for. But even, like, talk, <laughs> even talking to you, you don't yeah. sound like that. But, exactly. like... But, like, you know, in your music, you get it, like, a little more animated. Everybody, they get a little more, like, umph or a little more animated or whatever. But yeah. it's funny because I, I kind of thought that in my head a little bit. Uh, and then when when I was looking at your at niggas doing reactions to your shit, I seen like three in a row, and it was like, is this Tupac reincarnated? <laughs> Tupac no. reincarnated was fucking crazy. Yeah, nah, that shit wild. I said I seen one nigga, folks, cause I don't even be taking comments, but like. Nigga, I seen one nigga call me Poopock. Nigga, that Yo. shit was hilarious. <laughs> I was dead. Bro, honestly, the fucking internet and the shit that they come up with is actually really hilarious. Is hilarious, bro. bro. Motherfuckers got too much time on their hands. Bro, bro, you know what? You know, I, I, I might be giving out free sauce here. What you need to do is just run with that narrative. Nah. Do a whole tape. Do a whole tape. I can't that deny it. Smoke, <laughs> smoke, bro, nigga, just no, sam- or what about a sample? That shit a smoke, sample. That shit smoke. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, that shit dead. Nah, I felt that. Cause you know what? I feel you. You you, you your own artist. Nobody yeah, ever yeah, wanna man. be compared to anybody. So I feel you, man. Okay. okay, how about this? How about this? For your next project, give me three dream features that you're gonna make happen for this next project. For the next project, man, I so for so you man. just dropped. Yeah, but I'm I'm about to double up though. So shit, okay. now I'm trying. I want to get this Boosie feature. I want to get. Uh, That's gonna be a banger, bro. Oh god, fuck. Yeah, we grew up on that nigga. Um, I'm trying to see who else I want. Uh, I like fucking with singers. Like, yeah. Yeah, like nigga. This this is just some throwing it out, throwing it out there. But like shit, nigga, I'll do a, a a Daniel Caesar joint or like That'd be crazy. somebody somebody with some like somebody with some range or some shit. Like, yeah, I get Brent Fires on your shit. That shit will be crazy, on fuck. Listen, oh god, you gonna have you gonna have the bitches throwing panties on stage, <laughs> bras off, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, that's cool though, bro. You gotta you gotta incorporate different shit, man. And honestly, bro, you seem like you have really been putting in the work. You've been putting in the time and. Like it's your time to shine right now, my brother. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, 
do you have anything uh, specific that you want to shout out? You got anybody you want to, you know, say thank you to or anything like that, man? <laughs> shit, nigga, without message, I ain't want out now. You feel what I'm yeah. saying? Um, Volume two, when can we expect it? Shit, nigga, sooner than later. Oh shit! Sooner All right, man, later. we we getting the exclusive right here, man. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, you know, shout out to the crib. You feel what I'm saying? Whole two and nine, and shit. You know, yeah. Man, listen, thank you so much for letting your boys sit down and do this interview with you. Shout out to Indiana. Shout out to Goliath, man. Shout out to Laura for setting this up, man. Vince Ash, house phone, no jumper. Tune the fuck in, man. Go stream the motherfucking album. Y'all know the vibes. Gang, gang. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, bro.